For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Back together again, Rob and Michelle. Michelle, what is up? Uh, you know, I'm just hoping for a better outcome. I'm also in the midst of a battle with a large uh, cockroach, so. Yeah, you already shrieked before we came on air, so if you guys hear it, that's what it is. I'm sorry. Hopefully she'll hit the, uh, (laughs) hopefully she'll hit the, the, uh, mute button before she freaks out. I will try my hardest for you guys, but... And this is the thing is, I want to preface this by saying I do not keep my place dirty. It's just in New York, is it? It's an old city. It's an old building, so this stuff like this happens. And none of the houses in New York are connect are like has have a separation. They're just like one large block of townhouses. So there you go. So before we get started, we are brought to you by Ram Shirts. Uh, go to RamShirts.com, the company that brought you Crush City Tees. Do you think I'm wearing a Crush City tee today? I didn't last podcast. Do you think I'm wearing I think you might be. I'm not. I'm wearing, a Star, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. Uh, probably, probably from Target. I think we need to get sponsored by Target. Okay. I think we uh, need to. Ramp Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They are, offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs, screen printing for larger runs, Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at RamShirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Michelle, tell them about the giveaway. All right, the giveaway. We have had it open since May 1st, and we are about to wrap it up because we are just weeks away from Father's Day. So if you email the phrase, Dad, if you put the phrase, Dad, somewhere in your email, uh, send one to Astros Baseball Podcast at gmail.com and you could win a shirt for your dad or dad like figure in, you know, whoever. As long as it's a dad like figure, leave your dreams. It's none of our business. Um, I'm going to try to get Ram to put number one dad on the back of it so that it, it'll actually have to be for someone's dad. True. So you, you said something about May 1st, and I'm not going to get too personal again like last time. But I found out from my girl that that is our anniversary. It's the day we met, so I have to remember May first from now on. Wait, how is what? Do you consider it your anniversary if it's like the day that you guys met? Yes. Or? We talked online for a month first, and then we met. So I don't count the online stuff. I count the day we met. And and it was May first. So there you go. May 1st. So let's let's talk about the Astros Rangers series real quick. 
okay. Now that hurts when, my feelings, but when you know when the Rangers came to Houston or went to Houston, we swept them four games, and then we lost Friday night's game in ten innings, seven to five. And I tweeted, "Okay, we lost this game, but we're going to win the next two. I, I mean, I was." 100% confident that we were going to win the next two games. We lost both of them. Yeah, I was pretty confident, too. It did kind of bum me out that we had lost all three somehow. Um, and I think I some of it can be contributed. There's a lot of people that hold responsibility for these three L's in a row. And I want to start at the top. And let's talk about some questionable bullpen decisions that uh, were made. Because that's, that's partially to blame. True. Um, I know Abreu had a bad series. And also that, I don't know what his first name is, but Garcia. That dude had a home run. He had two home runs. He walked him off in the last game. I think I mean, it's it Adolis was- Garcia. It, it was like a Rosarina all over again. My PTSD from the postseason last year. I mean, yeah, he is good. And like I said, I don't know why he didn't walk him. Even the manager for the Rangers said, you know, I don't. I was like, I would have walked him. I mean, it's in the shortened season, I feel like. And because there was so much going on last year. For the Astros, just off the field, there's a bunch of noise. It didn't really magnify some of the issues that they're having with, I mean, because some of these are managerial choices and it's being becoming increasingly obvious. Some of these are, um, when I say managerial choices, there, there are, there's a better way to utilize what we have. In the bullpen and in the rotation, because I'll be honest, there's some starters right now uh, that I mean, Urquidy is more consistent. Uh, Javier, he's been very consistent. Um, Garcia's been decent. We're about to get Framber back. Um, you know, Kent Emmanuel is good. I don't think he's being fully utilized. He's being yeah, that's a that's a big question about him. They said on the broadcast that he couldn't go back to back days. Not sure why, but you remember what we we're excited about was Friday's game with Tyler Ivy pitching. <gasps> he did so good. The, For his he, debut? He, yeah, he had so much fun before the game. I was wondering if the nerves were getting to him, but he did pretty good. I mean, he ran into a little bit of trouble. Uh, when he left the game, the Astros were losing four to one. Uh, but then, you know, we had a Correa RBI double, Castro RBI double, Altuve RBI single, and we tied it up after eight. We go to the tenth inning. Th- this is two extra inning games. This this series, Altuve, the go ahead uh, single. We take the lead five to four, and then Garcia had the uh, three run homer off of Abreu, and we lose seven to five. We had some decent offense. Altuve, Brantley, Tucker all had two hits. Castro went three for five. You have, you spoke about the bullpen. You got yeah. Emmanuel, in this, in the first game, 
Ken Emanuel, Joe Smith, Belak, Rayleigh, and Presley combined for four and a third innings, no runs. And Abreu gave up three runs in two thirds of an inning. He just wiped it all out in one. Like it's yeah, you really find frustrating. You, you finally get some some zeros from the bullpen, and it just seems like the Astros never win in extra innings. Well, it's, no, we had won in extra innings because we had had like I don't remember what they said, like three or four extra inning games. Maybe it's like three extra inning games. And we had only lost one of those games. So you have a few extra inning games on the year is W's, but um I don't I don't know what it was. Here's what I think also may have contributed to it. The Astros are a very good team. Even the best teams see that when they're facing an opponent, and this happens with every team, on the subconscious level, they think, oh, you know, this is such and such teams are at the bottom of the division. They're not taking them as seriously as an like seriously as an opponent as like they would the Padres or they would, you know, um the Dodgers. Like they need to, in my mind, like as a competitor, I would treat everyone like they are, you know. Do you think they were overlooking the Rangers after sweeping them and then the Dodgers up next? Do you think they overlooked them? I think them? that like that's where like part of their I don't know that their heads were fully there. I think that they were keeping their eyes and I think that this is probably true. Uh I think this is probably true for a lot of um for a lot of them. It's like not just the players but the front office. Like I think that Dusty is uh, rightfully so should be very concerned with the series coming up. He's really, uh, I don't know if it's solely him that's making a lot of managerial decisions, but I do think that um, I would love to see him work closer with Brent Strom, with Joe Espada. They are Twi- like, I understand. Twitter, Twitter has turned on Dusty Baker. I mean, I've, I've read a lot of negative things about him. Well, the thing is, why he his record in the postseason, number one, his overall win-loss record, I mean, it comes down to, and this is true for, like, it can be said for every manager, but it seems like very, I think he might be, because I don't want to sound disrespectful, because I don't know what all goes on behind the scenes, but... I mean, there's just a reason. There's a reason why that he ha- does like he hasn't had a um, World Series ring. I, I would. I'm just going to go out and say it because if he was making the crucial, like if in crucial situations, if he were making the correct decisions, he more than likely wouldn't be our manager right now. He would be retired because he would have a World Series ring. The, like what the season was it one or two seasons after he left the Nationals they won they win a World Series. Yeah, so, so let's go to Saturday's game. McCullers five innings, three runs, four walks, seven strikeouts. Not not the best outing from Lance McCullers, but again after five innings we're tied, and then the seventh inning I think the the combination of Scrub and Paredes. I think Paredes needs to go back to the minor leagues and get get some more innings in. Uh, a combination of Scrub and Paredes, five runs, and and we lose eight to four. 
We gave up five runs in the seventh inning. I mean, there's nothing more to say about that game except we were tied and those two guys blew it. Yeah, they lost these games and there's not there's no like, oh well the strike zone or oh this. It can't be blamed on any other factor than the shortcomings from the Astros, be that in the managerial decisions, be that the players. There's a, definitely some errors defensively infield and outfield that were made that cost them the game. There was a lack of production from people who should be producing at this point in the season. And it's not that they aren't trying. It's just that, I don't know what they, I don't know if it's like some, some like magic thing that kicks in in like June or, I mean, cause if you look again, I'll say like, I know I've said this so many times, but in April and May, like it's the first two months of the season and it's, I mean, it's a 162-game season. We still we still have f- well over 100 games left. So, um, I understand. With that, that being said, if you're demanding a certain amount or you're expecting certain things out of your contract or you're expecting certain things out of the Astros, you have to demonstrate value. And I think that there is value being demonstrated but there needs to be more offensive value demonstrated. And I don't think I have to single out the player that I'm speaking of because I don't really want to be that person. But Hmm. you have to, like, if you're demanding, if you're looking at market value across the board and you're looking at some of these people in your general position and you're not, like, you didn't get an offer and you're theirs, well, ask yourself why. Examine like, and that's how you. I, I think it's just a good. It's a good idea to approach most things in life. Examine yourself and figure out <laughs> what's going on to contribute to the gap between what you want and what they're offering. Anyway, well, I'm going to guess that since in my notes I did not write his name down once, that you may be talking about Mr. Correa. I'm not sure. I will not confirm or deny that because, again, I'm not going to – I want to be – like, I want to let let all of the players know that I am rooting for them. I am in their corner, and I'm not here to criticize them, really, because I'm not in their position. So I have no idea, day in, day out, what goes into it, like, what they're going through. I mean, kind of, but I'm not a professional athlete for a reason. Um, so I don't want to be overly critical, but I mean, there's just a lack of production. So it's really hard to, if there is a certain expectation set and there's, um, you can talk, like actions speak louder than words. So uh, I, I will try to continue to give the benefit of the doubt. I know that I have done that for Miles Straw. Who is, um, I mean, he's up, he's down, he's mostly, like, he's made some pretty egregious offensive errors. I mean, at the plate, he's doing a little bit better, but I don't know. There's, um, the things that we are having issues with are showing themselves in a very public way, and other teams are catching on to that, and if it is not figured out soon then that's just going to be the, I mean, I don't, 
I, I mean, James Click said that they're going to address the problems that they have with the people that they have. Maybe that means there's a trade on the horizon. Maybe that means they're just going to look internally to solve the problem because I fully believe the problem can be solved in, internally. Mm-hmm. How they go about that. I mean, because there's so many ways to get from point A, from like A to B to C. So it's like it's like a math problem. A plus B equals C. C being like a like a consistent center fielder. Uh, I, I I don't know. There's just a lot <laughs> that they need to work on, and there's just not a lot to talk about in the games because we got swept by somebody who dwells at the bottom of the division, and it's incredibly frustrating. Because tell me I'm wrong, but all of those games were absolutely winnable. Well, of course. We're, I mean, we're tied after five innings in the first two. Christian Javier goes four and two-thirds. He only gives up one hit, and he allows one run. But he had six walks, and that, that kind of contributed to his shorter outing. And then Abreu gives up a run. We go to extra innings, and Presley gives up a run in the 10th, and we lose. The Astros scored two runs. In the eighth inning on Sunday, and they didn't, the other eight innings, they did not score at all. So there's no production. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I I mean, they were all winnable. I mean, you lose three to two in 10 innings. You lose the first game in 10 innings. And then the other, the other game was winnable, but Scrub and Paredes gives up five runs. So they were all winnable. Nala Scrub and Paredes. Yeah, they've been like what? Maybe half a a full half season now. When I say half season, I'm taking like from game one of last year to game whatever it is this year. That's it's a little over half a season for them at this point. They're not everyday players. Um, I think it takes a little bit, um, to get used to, I mean, to get used to playing in front of friends, to get used to these hostile environments. So I want to partially chalk that up to inexperience. And and I'm not saying that they're immature people, but I mean, some of those guys are young. And I said it last time, the human brain does not develop until you're 25 fully. So um, you did say that last time. I just, my issue is with some of these veterans that, uh, so the funny, the funny, the funny thing, if you look at the standings, the Astros are a game and a half behind Oakland and the Astros have a plus 59 run differential. Oakland's minus 11, Texas minus 17, Seattle minus 52 and the angels minus 50. So it's quite obvious the Astros are the best team in the division. They just lost three games in a row to someone that they should have beaten easily, and they beat them easily the four games in Houston. And now they have to play the Dodgers. They have to play the Dodgers, and here are the, here are the pitching matchups. Trevor Bauer. Let's talk about him. Tuesday, 7 o'clock, is Kershaw versus Grinky. These guys used to be together with the Dodgers. They they used to be the one-two punch. Kershaw sitting at 6-3 and with a 3.18 ERA, and Grinky's 4-1 and with a 
seven seven. If you look at Wednesday, the game's at six forty, and amazingly, it worked out. Trevor Bauer is no Mike Fires. I'll tell you that he wanted the Astros and he got them five and two with a one point ninety eight ERA against Garcia. So if you look at that matchup, definitely advantage Dodgers in game two. And who knows? Kershaw usually chokes against the Astros. Um, 2020, we played four times. In Houston, L.A. won 5-2, to 4-2. Two, to two. We went to L.A. The Astros won 7-5. to five, And then L.A. won 8-1. to one. So the, the Dodgers won three out of the four games. And if you just take a look at the pitching matchups, What's what's the let's see what the Dodgers record is 29 and 18 and they got a plus 72 run differential and they, you know, San Diego and the Giants are both really good this year. So they're playing tough teams and they're playing them a lot. So. Are they the better team? They may be. I think the power rankings, which mean nothing, they're right. They're right on top of us. If you look at the pitching matchups, if you're not an Astro fan, the, the advantage is definitely the Dodgers. Well, or, yeah. or it's a split. I mean, I know that we typically want to go in order, but I do want to, like, we might have a problem on our hands with Trevor Bauer in his last three outings. It's nine strikeouts on the ninth. Uh, he had 10 strikeouts versus Miami on the 15th, and he had. 11 strikeouts versus the Giants, who, like you said, are a really good team. 11 the Ast- strikeouts. The Astros don't really strike out, though. I mean, the Astros play better at home this year. I don't I don't have, you know, the, the one I'm looking at doesn't really have the home and away splits. But, I mean, Trevor Bauer's good. And Kershaw's good. Kershaw's very, very good. Um our guys are our guys are good too. Um, I just think that it's a little. I mean, and they also picked up Albert Pujols, who got dropped yeah. by the Angels. So that's another weapon they're bringing along. That's not yeah. going to help our situation. This this series isn't looking good. It, but, but you never know. You know what what's going to happen. We'll win that game against Bauer with Garcia. That's the, that's the crazy thing, baseball. It just depends. It just you depends know, on what happens. You're, I feel like you might be right because I was like, ah, we're going to sleep the Rangers. They did not sleep the Rangers. The main series that I've been nervous about, and this, like, I was noticing this trend in the postseason. I was very worried about the Twins last postseason. I was very worried about the Athletics last postseason, and we just kind of steamrolled through them. And um, who knows, you know, things might start popping off for us that would be so beautiful if they did but um i mean and kersh i know we talked about how many strikeouts uh bauer had but kershaw has on the eighth when he uh, versus uh la because la is not a bad team offensively they're they produce pretty well i mean their pitching is a hot mess but i mean he had five strikeouts against them versus miami he had 11 and versus the diamondbacks he had eight so those are all pretty decent. Like, that's pretty good. His lowest, the least amount of strikeouts is five. And yeah. um, none of those were a loss. Oh, well, the last one was a no decision, I guess. Um, 
but you know, not not to jump ahead, but they they you know they get swept by the Rangers on the road, and they come home where they've been playing well, and they get two games against the Dodgers, then they get three against the Padres, and four against the Red Sox. I mean, they're playing some. They got nine really tough games, and then I think they go on the road and play more tough games. It's going to be a tough stretch. That's all I know. It's going to be tough. And like you said, and what I just said earlier, oh. you you expect certain things to happen and they don't so we'll see we'll see what happens do i have confidence in the astros of course i do of course i do they're good at home if you want to um i mean i guess we could touch on the padres because it's like a quick kind of turnaround between the games well Uh, i want to talk i want to keep talking about the dodgers actually okay yeah absolutely the uh the astros are off thursdays we can we can do the Recap of the Dodgers, and then we'll touch on the Padres on Thursday, if that's good with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried about... uh... I wanted to ask you something. Yes. (laughs) Do you remember the story? Now, now I'm, I'm going in full L.A. Dodger bashing mode right here. So get ready, everybody. Buckle in. Do you remember the story where the Dodgers manager was saying that they're being bullied by the umpires? What? I'm I'm Googling it and I can't find it. But I know he they they were saying that, you know, that the umpires are targeting Bauer and he just said they're being bullied. And then not too long after that. This guy named Adam Weinrib, you know, he writes for Fansided or something for the Dodgers. Oh, this article, that guy? Yeah. Bleep him. Like, I want to say some bad words right now, but I will not. Yeah, let's (laughs) try not to. Let's try not to go. What a pathetic man. Let me tell you this. This is nuts. They are upset. Because the Astros are going to be at full capacity. They don't think it's fair. It's a slap in the face. Why are they? This this isn't the Dodgers crying about it. This is the fans crying about it. This is a guy writing stories for fan-sided about it. It's embarrassing that they let that get published. I mean, they already are kind of a, have a questionable rep as like a publication. But it's embarrassing that they let that thing get published, and especially for such a prominent team. They, somebody needs to re-examine who writes big pieces and who doesn't, because that guy certainly should not. He was really, it was the most pathetic attempt at, like, stretching, uh, stretching a very teeny tiny fact. Like, it had nothing to do with the Astros, by the way. This was a set in motion. This was the plan prior to, like, this had nothing to do with the Dodgers. This had everything to do with leadership in Texas and their decision to fully reopen everything and allow things at full capacity. And it was exactly. a decision from Jim Crane. It was it had not. They factor nothing into it. They really do not matter when it, like they, they, they it wasn't them. This would have happened with any team. So it's not like, oh, woe is us. Oh, the Astros cheated us out of something. No, y'all are cheating yourselves out of some dignity because it's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed to be associated with such crybabies. I mean, we get it. 
you know, we cheated in 2017 and you lost the World Series and you're going to cry about it forever. You won last year. Let it go. Let it go already. So here's here's what this crybaby said. L.A. will get it today as the trash can bangers come to California in August 3rd and 4th. Unfortunately, Houston gets a chance to gloat and pretend like they are the victim. What kind of crap is that? How is the Astros going to pretend like they're the victims? Where's this guy getting this at? He's, um... How are the Astros gloating? How do they have a chance to gloat? Where's he? This guy is hurting his own feelings, making stuff up. Like, seriously, you don't... Like, if, if he's fabric... It's like with what Joe Kelly said. Oh, my God. What a teenage boy. Like, it's like one of those prepubescent, like, or not prepubescent. He's like mid-puberty, and he's all, like, popped up on hormones. He's like, I'm going to fight regardless if there is something. And if there isn't, then I'm going to fabricate some stuff. Like, nobody better mess with me. Nobody's going to mess with you, you praying mantis Skeletor boy. Like, (laughs) So it's the first full-capacity game at Minute Maid Park, and it's going to be against the Dodgers. He says... The Dodgers are forced to face the Astros at full capacity. Great. Just great. Somehow the instigators of this entire phenomenon gets to benefit and the victims have to sit and bask in all the wrong people getting in your face excited. (laughs) Is this guy serious? He's serious and that's what's sad. It's really sad. They, the instigators get to benefit. You know, I mean, it's loud in there with half the amount of crowd. It was, I mean, they get to benefit and the victims, the Dodgers are the victims. Are you really? They're the victims. And they have to sit and bask in all the wrong people getting far, getting in your face excited. See, this is all about fans. Because what he's saying also in the story is that when the Dodgers are announced that they're going to get booed. And I think this is his main point is that, you know, we want to boo the Astros, but they get to do it first. They're going to have a full capacity crowd booing the Dodgers like they've done something wrong. Honestly, that blogger should take his, like, whatever tofu in the fridge, use it to mop up his tears, and then get it together and start acting like an adult instead of a child. Get over it. That's how the schedule works. And if you have a problem, Adam, or any other fans that had acted like him, I will say this, there's a large number of Dodgers fans who have, um, who, who are, I mean, yeah, we razz each other, but very kind people at the end of the day. Um, very nice, like, genuine people at the end of the day. I'm not, like, saying I, I love the fact that they root for the Dodgers because I hate the Dodgers. But um, a good number of those fans are good people. But screw that guy, Adam. Screw you know crybabies. His name almost sounds like Wiener. It's like huh. Wien Rib. He is a Wiener. What what a what a wimp. 
what a oh my goodness it's just like i'm gonna write a story you know what do they think let me tell you this there's guys at work grown men like we have to work where i work and we have females working there and there's four girls and they never cry they never complain about their schedule they never complain about what they have to do but we have grown men grown 30 something year old grown men that cry all the time and i'm like i wonder what these guys do do they go home and are they like all proud telling their wives like you had have heard me cry today honey i oh man i i cried so good you ought to see me. You'd have been proud. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's so funny. Um, um, you you know they're like, why do I have to do this? Like, this girl just did it. She's five foot one, and she weighs like one hundred and twenty pounds. If she can do it, you can do it. Quit crying. And this guy, you know, quit crying. You know what? No I one, imagine? no one cheated you, dude. They cheated the team. You know what's funny is the. <laughs> You know, it's the fans that are angry. The Dodgers have already faced the Astros. They faced them four times last year and beat them three. This is all about the fans wanting to wanting to boo us. And that's there's the bad blood between the Astros, maybe with Bauer because he's you know wearing the stupid shirts and he has probably hasn't had a chance to to face them. But I mean, they've already faced each other. The the, the Dodgers won the World Series last year. They're okay. It's just all fan stuff. That's all it is. And I think that a lot of reasonable people know that. What, uh, I mean, say what you want about Bauer, but um, do I agree with everything he says or maybe some of the stuff that he believes in? Not really at all. Um, as a, an athlete, though, he constantly is seeking to evolve himself. And he yeah. is like he'll try out like because I read and like I read like I read up on it, like a good amount about him. Because if I want to like if I'm gonna like publicly like talk smack about somebody, I want to kind of figure out who they are, like what they're about, yeah, and make it smack talk that's very specific. But in my uh, like in my investigating, I found that you know he is really interesting in the fact that he's looking at different methods to constantly like. It's not just like do this the skills physically themselves, but mentally he like uh you know he looks at different ways to kind of uh improve his muscle memory or his uh, his ability to retain this information um and he's a very like he's a very cerebral pitcher, even though his antics are a bit public, but his antics are a bit public, but he um excuse me, I'm about to hiccup. He's the kind of guy that he's good. If he's on your team, you love him. I I said this in the off season. Everybody hates Trevor Bauer, but if he got signed by the Astros, I would love him, and you would love him. I guarantee it. And that's the thing. It's like I'm not gonna. I think it's, there's some things that are obnoxious, sure, but um. Yeah, they wouldn't bother you, though, because they, they play for your team. It wouldn't bother no. you No, I mean, he's out there striking out like 10, 11 dudes a game. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Be obnoxious. If that's what yeah. you're going to do, then go ahead, King, go off. But, I mean, against us, I'm just, oh, man, what a pain in my neck. I mean, I think everybody, I mean, a lot of other fan bases, 
they don't really like Altuve or Bregman or Correa. But if they go to their team and produce like they have here, they're going to love them. They're, they're booing uniforms. They're booing. They're booing the organization. They're not. I mean, they do boo Altuve when we're on the road. They do boo, boo Correa on the road and Bregman. They do get and Guriel probably gets some too. But anyway, my the the neighbor behind me, the little kid's starting to play basketball. So before this gets picked up, I think we should call it a night. Alrighty, there, partner. We covered everything, so we got two games, folks: Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday, Michelle and I will be back. Yeehaw! To talk about the San Diego series, and if you. This is something cool about Memorial Day weekend. So I, I get a three-day weekend, and it would be cool to, like, go to the Sunday game and spend the night and then go to the Monday game because you could see two games in a row and you get to see them play the Padres and then the Red Sox. Yeah, what a weekend. If, what a weekend. I'm not going, though, but what a weekend. If anybody is listening to this um... – if you can, try to bring a cardboard cutout of me or something, because I would love to be there in spirit with you guys this weekend, or like this week, with because I know I have Dodgers Twitter friends. Consider it, you know. Um, somebody from Astros Twitter, also consider it. Um, I would love to be there in spirit. Uh, anyways, don't forget about our giveaway, guys. Uh, email the phrase dad to astrosbaseballpodcast at gmail.com. Get them in soon. Father's Day is coming up. You could win a custom shirt for your dad. And if somebody took a cardboard cutout of Michelle to the game, that would be neat. That would be neat. Yes, that would be neat. (laughs) Guy, you had your chance. You you had you had you had you had the segment. You just didn't you just didn't utilize it. You didn't take advantage of it. Amateur hour over here. I'm sorry. You said, do you know if people if somebody would take a cardboard cutout of me to the game? That would be neat. There you go. You could have... Come on. Be better next time. Promise I will. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to win a shirt for your dad. Astros Baseball Podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.